Hi, this is Melissa Etheridge, and you are listening to Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is singer, songwriter, and guitarist, Melissa Etheridge. Melissa rose to fame with her mainstream breakthrough album, Yes I Am, with singles including I'm the Only One and Come to My Window. Throughout her career, she's received 15 Grammy Award nominations and won two of them. More recently, Melissa released her new album, One Way Out, that has unreleased songs from the 1980s and early 90s. We talk about the new album, her childhood, dealing with loss, and more during this podcast episode. Melissa, welcome to Five Questions. Hello. Well, it's great to have you here. Growing up in Kansas, when did you realize that you could turn your music into a full career? I don't know if I realized it, but I hoped for it. I watched artists on the television. I listened to the radio. I had an incredible drive to do it. And then when I was about 12 and 13, I started playing in bands. And I think the first time I got paid like 10 bucks for doing that, I went, oh, I'm hooked. This is great. I can make money and do what I love. Yeah, I find a lot of artists, especially musicians, they're just doing it for fun to start. They're not like, oh, I'm going to do this and like magically I'm going to be a millionaire and be famous and everything because it's so hard to make it. So it's more it's more about the journey. And that's something I always respect in entertainers because it's it is incredibly competitive. Thinking of it it as competition, it's not something you can it's not like a game. You go in and you win or lose. You just keep doing it, loving it and hoping other people love it, too. You, of course, have built a huge community over the course of your career. You were discovered in a gay bar. Yet the record label you had asked in a meeting, (laughs) what are you going to do about this gay thing. How did they eventually come around to accept you for who you are? They always accepted me for who I was. They had no problem. They they knew, of course, from the day they met me because they met me in a gay bar, you know, and they met my girlfriend and, and they knew my life. It was just at that time, you didn't tell the public that. You didn't say that. Nobody had said it out loud to anyone. And so it was sort of don't ask, don't tell. We just didn't tell anybody. It was just a bar in Long Beach, not a gay bar in Long And they said, well, as long as you don't flag wave, whatever that meant. And, you know, four years later, I was flag waving, but they were they were fine with it all along. Fast forward to today. I mean, it's completely different. The acceptance is completely remarkable. I always always knew it would it it would change. I always knew it would. You were just like looking at the clock. You're like, someday. Come on, guys. Someday. Let's let's see. 2018. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. But you've had a very, very tough year, very tough several years. You recently lost your son due to opioid addiction and you beat breast cancer several years ago. How have these experiences changed how you think about your life and career? I realized that life is just a wave. It it goes up and down and I'm not going to let the down parts keep me down. I'm going to appreciate them as contrast so that the highs are higher and more appreciated. But I always know that this is a dualistic reality and we live in good and bad and black and white and right, wrong and up and down. And you go through those things so that you can feel and appreciate more. So, you know, I'm not the only one who's lost people or, or had a health crisis. We all do. So it's, it's how we take our next steps after that that really determines the enjoyability of our own life. Music's really helped you too. I find what is very common with creatives and artists that when they're struggling, that's when 
sometimes they can produce their best art or they use their art as a form of therapy to get through things. Yeah. From what I read about you and your career, that's something that you've said. After cancer, I just created the way I wrote songs. My whole, you know, the subjects I wrote songs about completely changed. And after I lost my son, I really threw myself into all of my work from the past. You know, during the lockdown, I, I was streaming from home and I played every single song I ever recorded. And it kind of got me back in touch with all of my past work that I'd done. And that was really healing yeah and speaking of songs you have decided to release these songs that you recorded many years ago today why did you decide to hold off until now it was never right i didn't do it on purpose it just didn't happen until now i know that going back and looking at the songs understanding that back then i was more insecure about my voice not singing voice but my voice as an artist and some of these songs were very strong they're very intense and i mean a lot of my music is but these songs were almost overtly gay kind of almost and I wasn't out yet and they were very feminist based and I was I was a little nervous and uncomfortable with releasing them then now they're perfectly normal you know that's sort of the way we behave now so these songs really fit right now I love that and yeah it is the perfect time to release these tracks and it is a very intense period but it's also if you look at things good and bad and, and part of the good is you see more of acceptance of diverse groups of people like you wouldn't have you know, maybe decades ago. And what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice is to understand that this is a journey. You put the goals in front of you and you go for them with joy and passion, yet it's not the destination. I've had huge hit records, but it was the journey to it that I remember and that I enjoy. And I would say do more sit-ups. That's what I would say. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Melissa. To follow her journey, you can listen to her new album, One Way Out, and find her on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where she shares her appearances, concerts, and new songs. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. (laughs) 